This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Well, hello there, everybody. Um, hey, what's up? I'm so excited. I'm so excited about today's podcast already because we have a lot of fun things to uh, to cover, including the the Lady Diddler, which I think we'll get to a little bit later. Mm, I'm going to start off with that one because it's one of my the, favorites. Well, so will she then. Um, okay. The Lady Diddler. I can't believe that this is an ongoing thing, um, but express first. Why? Oh, hello, everybody, and thank you. Um, why people that listen to the podcast might recognize this person we're about to talk about. It was back in, I think, I want to say late September, early October that we talked about this. It was a woman that had been arrested in Florida because in plain view of a man and his nephew that were walking into a 7-Eleven, she was in her car just fucking giving herself, like just all over it. She was all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Rubbing one out. DJ, random chick, DJ, gotcha. Everybody can picture it, right? Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was doing herself. Why would somebody fucking do that in the parking lot at 7-Eleven? Like, is there something erotic about hot dogs turning on a, a, on a, a those rollers? Well, that was the only guess that I could possibly come up with at the time, was something turned her on in there. She just couldn't wait. I mean, we've heard a similar story, so I, I, I guess why couldn't it be a thing? It doesn't make it right. It doesn't mean that you're allowed to do it. Um, but there are some people who really enjoy, it's not necessarily the act of doing it, it's the act of someone looking at them while they're doing it and someone watching them do it. Okay. Well, I have two updates on this story, at least two, to be honest with you. So this happened back on September 30th. Her name is Vanessa Lee Jones. She's from Newport, Ritchie, Florida. She was arrested for, for just abusing her pee uh, in the parking lot at a 7-Eleven in full view of this man and his nephew. She was charged with felony, lewd, and lascivious exhibition. Prosecutors decided not to pursue the case. Why? They just dropped the charges. Why? Just bigger fish to... (laughs) Bigger fish to (laughs) fry? How big was the fish? Bigger (laughs) Bigger tacos to fry? Like, why? They, for whatever reason, decided, you know what, the prospect of conviction here, it's not worth the time and effort and money for the prosecutor to go through this. They got to call in witnesses and there could have to be a jury. And yeah, she didn't have a prior record or anything like that. So they said, "Okay, forget it. Don't do it again. But we're going to drop the charges. That happened on October the 28th. So just over a week ago. This past Saturday, November the 8th. We're talking like, what, 10, 11 days after she had the charges dropped? She got caught again. No. Slightly different, though. It's, It's escalating. Now she's doing more. What? Here's the scenario. This time she was outside a Popeye's location. <laughs> oh, my God, the classiest, the classy. I can't take out which classy is in this story. So we have a serial diddler, this time in front of a Popeye's location. Yes. Okay, continue. Specifically, though, I don't think she was in front of the Popeyes. Where do they keep the dumpster? I think that's usually around the back, right? Stop. Nobody wants to diddle themselves near a dumpster. Don't tell me she diddled herself near a dumpster. 
She was caught outside a Popeye's location, a few blocks away from the 7-Eleven where she was caught last time. She was fully nude this time. Not a stitch of clothing on. My God. Except for her shoes. In front of the dumpster, feeding it to herself. Just giving her right there. Right there in front of the Popeye's dumpster in running shoes but otherwise nude, doing it. Okay. All right. So, What about Popeye's? Is that erotic? I mean, I know the smell of cooking chicken is nice. I d- nothing but it's never it. turned me on. I've never gotten a fucking erection outside a KFC or a Popeye's or any place like that. It's never once happened. Some people. How really, did she get so turned on there? Some people really like, get off on getting caught doing things that are, are maybe a no-no. But careful, don't wave your finger at her. She might use it. <laughs> Listen. You know, isn't there something, though, to the... The risk of getting caught that you actually have to create a risk like this. She might as well have put up a fucking sign on the poles at the intersection saying, hey, meet me behind the Popeyes. I'm going to masturbate in front of the dumpster tonight at nine. Obviously, I'm thinking that this first time that she got caught, maybe it wasn't even her first time. It's just the first time she got caught was a moment of like, oh, God, that felt good to be caught and, and that people knew and maybe that people talked about it. I mean, God, there's a podcast that talked about it even. I should do it again. Is there something to it? Like maybe she wants to be known as the serial uh, public diddler or something like that? Or do you think this is a mental issue? I mean, obviously, there's a mental issue at play here. I don't think anyone can deny that this seems like deep down, this is more a mental thing than a physical thing. I can tell you. As I read the police report here, which is published on The Smoking Gun, they've also got her mugshot. So if you look at the feature image of this podcast, that's her. That's the masturbator. The police report says she was not under the influence of drugs or alcohol and has no signs of mental health issues. Mm. Uh, Other than she's apparently extremely sensitive to the smell of chicken. They don't call either of those signs? Apparently not. Okay, but is it a sign? Like, the fact that you get aroused and and like to get caught masturbating in public, is is that really mental illness, or do you just have a fetish? It could be. It could be a fetish. I don't know enough about it. I don't know enough about it. I know that this story's fucking gross. I know that much. Like, I don't... What would you even do, Scott? What would you even do? You're coming out of Popeye's. You got your chicken sandwich in one hand. It's a glorious day. You turn the corner because you parked at the back, and you see this naked chick with only her shoes on, fucking going at herself yeah i'd probably throw her a hey now and take off (laughs) you would throw a hey now hey now (laughs) you have a good time be careful you should have some of those uh rubber gloves on you better safe than sorry you gotta wear protection (laughs) it's just okay so and let's flip i mean let's flip the script here what if this is a dude we're talking about would we even talk about it that's Pervert. exactly it. We would, jail. we would not even be talking about it. This would be a disgusting perv that would have had uh, uh, probably a lot more punishment from the first from the first occurrence. Yeah. Then then it wouldn't even be a, maybe they would have reoffended. It's quite. But that, that's the thing. There's an offender. And in this case, it's a funny diddler. But what's the difference here? It's still both kind of gross. Uh, Yeah, they're both gross. I, I think generally speaking, most people realize that that's not acceptable in a civilized society. But there's a lot more people that uh, are willing to give a woman a pass on this scenario. A guy just beating it outside of a Popeye's, it seems like a sick fuck. 
A girl doing it? It's kind of like, oh, maybe she's an exhibitionist. Maybe she likes to get caught. Maybe it's a fetish. Yeah, we make excuses for it if it's a woman. But right, just because it happens less, right? Just because, is that why? Just because it does happen less? I guess, yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to set up shop outside a Popeye's location, you go right ahead. But you got to have clothes on and you can't touch your privates. Those are the only two rules. <laughs> Is it finger licking good? Oh, that's KFC. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Wrong place. You should have set up outside the kernels, bud. A group of 2,000 married adults living in the UK took part in a study. Close to half, 47%, say the only reason they're still married right now is because of their kids. Wow. Almost half. That's a lot. If it wasn't for those kids, one of them would be out of there. Maybe both of them. Maybe they could have that conversation and say, you know, I just don't like you. And I don't think you like me either. So let's just see you. Let's go. I was shocked at that number, but that also is- not shocked at the same time. Right. No, I mean, I, I'm with you there. Where it, it's, it's surprising and it's sad at the same time. It's kind of a mixed bag, right, really. Like, it's sad, not too shocking, but kind of surprising. You wonder each scenario. Obviously, every scenario is going to be different, but what now, when you know that's the case, it's kind of, uh, God, it's kind of sad, really. They say many people report their marriage is comfortable, 77%. 15% believe their marriage is, and I quote, repetitive. Yeah, routine monotony that is really a a hard thing for a lot of people to deal with so some go as far to say that their marriage is the number one cause of stress in their life 12 percent said that then it goes over to financial one sixth of the survey aren't sure if they could afford to be single so they're still with their partner there it is. And what about the cost of the divorce? Is that separate? Because it's got to be a part, either a part of that or there's a separate issue. But some people literally will not divorce just because it costs money. Um, okay, so there's the cost of the divorce, but then there's also that cost of being single. Sure. Uh, right now, you're living in a two-income household. If yeah. you get divorced, though, mm, can I afford a, a condo on my own? Or can I afford uh, uh, to pay my own hydro bill and groceries and stuff like that? Because right now we've got two incomes paying one hydro bill instead of one income paying one hydro bill. It's it's a tall ask for a lot of people that are thinking of getting out of their marriage to be able to afford that. And it right. is expensive. I mean, living on your own, I can tell you firsthand, it, it, it really adds up. Right. So there are people that feel trapped in their relationship in that sense. say their marriage is struggling because there's no romance. 45% say their marriage is struggling because of a lack of sex or there's no more excitement. (laughs) Have you guys been to a Popeye's recently? Because I'm telling you, if you go. (laughs) Let me tell you. It's a good time. 14% of respondents say they wish they could turn back time. And stop themselves from saying, I do in the first place. Men are twice as likely to feel that way. Males are also more likely to describe their marriage as loveless. Similarly, 20%, one in five, think they got married too young. There's a lot of people holding regrets here. Like, oh my God. I, I can't be the only one 
Who noticed that? Do you How think, many people have got regrets? Do you think, though, this is a grass is always greener kind of thing where they're thinking, well, my life could have gone this way or that way? Uh, because some people think that way about their career, for example, not necessarily their relationship or any other big milestone event in your life. Do you think it's just one of those, well, I think this will be better this way. But once they actually get that, it's not as great as they thought it would be? Or do you think that there's legitimacy to... I really want out, but I'm doing it, but I'm not doing it because of these reasons. Um, hmm. I don't know if it's a grass is always greener scenario. I think sometimes things come up. Maybe you just happen to notice a colleague or a friend of a friend that you think is attractive and you think, huh, wow. Or, wow, my buddy's got a real cool wife and mine's a bitch. Uh, Maybe that's what does it. Well, I mean, and it goes both ways. I mean, there's no shortage of women out there who have got girlfriends that have got awesome husbands. And then they look at that sack of shit they've got and think, how did I get so unlucky? You know, like there's people out there who feel that way. But it doesn't necessarily mean the grass is always greener. I have to think at some point you got married because there was love and attraction there. The problem is, is that these things spiral out of control and sometimes you don't nip it in the bud and then it becomes a much, much, much bigger issue. Or those little things lead to much bigger things and sometimes that can escalate quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, if he, for example, just as an example, if he feels like there's no sex in the marriage and it's a loveless marriage, like apparently one in five do, then he goes out and has an affair Could you not just have fixed the lack of sex and the lovelessness? Could you not just have addressed that then before the affair came in? Maybe the affair was inevitable. I don't know. It depends on your personal circumstance. But a lot of these things could probably be avoided. And sometimes it's easier just to let them fester or to, I don't know, wait until the kids move out. Like apparently a lot of people are doing. 47% say they're only together because of the kids. Well, if you've got a countdown on until the day they move to to res when they go to university or college, yeah, that's a pretty shitty situation to be in, isn't it? Yeah, that is a pretty shitty situation to be in. It, again, like the, my first thought is that makes me sad. Like that must be a really shitty feeling. And yet there's so there's, many yeah. people doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not naive to it. I've seen it. You know, I've seen it before. People who I can tell are unhappy and they're sticking with it. For all those reasons you mentioned, for all those reasons, and this is a study out of the UK, it might as well be anywhere, because Mm -hmm. I know this is an everyday, all the time thing where you might see someone and you're like, you're not that happy, but you're sticking with it because of the kids, because of financial reasons, because you're used to it. I don't know, the comfort of, you know, reliability or whatever it is. But it again, like the only word I can think of when I hear those kinds of studies is that makes me feel sad for them, really sad. McDonald's is announcing, uh, or they have announced, two new products are coming in 2021. Everyone loves a new McDonald's product. Everybody will try it, I would think, except maybe this one. Do you think people are really curious to try the McPlant? (laughs) Because we've been goaded into trying a number of plant-based products over the years, and some of them are quite good, but some of them are fucking terrible. Um, That McPlant thing that they were selling at Tim Hortons was not good. I like Tim's, but that was not a right, good right, plant-based right. thing. 
What um, is this actually McDonald's creation, or for example, is it a Beyond Meat, uh, which is a, its own company being sold inside of the location? Do you this know? is their own thing. They've it's created a deal with a supplier, and it's going to be the okay. McPlant. Could they not have come up with a better name than the fucking <laughs> McPlant? McPlant? It sounds like very industrial, doesn't it? Yeah. Or, or yeah. plant is in like, a, oh, you planted evidence on me. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't McPlant. know if I like that. Um, but they're also going to enter the, the chicken sandwich war, and I'm oh. here for it. Listen, there. We all win when big business competes with each other. And right now you've got Wendy's really pushing their crispy chicken sandwich. And you've got um, uh, Popeye's and KFC slugging it out. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I will tell you that KFC famous original chicken sandwich is amazing. That's the biggest piece of chicken that I've ever had at KFC. I don't even know what part of the bird it came from because it would have to be one big bird for that to be a breast. Don't ask questions. You don't want answers to. No, you're not wrong. But the KFC one is good and it's simple. It's just the, the, I think it's a brioche bun or a potato bun. And then they put like a little bit of mayo on it and a pickle served. It's good. Now, if McDonald's wants to get in on that, too, yeah, bring it on. Let's start a whole fucking chicken war. Let's go to war on this. It's going to become like politics, though, right? In the same way that, oh, you must be an asshole if you like Donald Trump or you must be a snowflake if you like Joe Biden. You're going to be some sort of an asshole if you like the McDonald's chicken over, say, the KFC chicken. And you're just a total reject if you haven't you're you're not enlightened enough if you haven't tried the Popeyes one. It's it's great. I don't want to hear it. enough of that. Sh- I, I've heard so much of that shit. I never want to hear it again. People like what they like. If you like the McChicken when it comes out, great. If you like a Popeyes, great. Maybe you're hey, maybe you like you think Mary Brown's makes the best chicken sandwich. Good on you. Who gives a shit what Mary it like? Browns. Where did you pull that from? I don't know. I've seen a location before and I thought, who goes there? So wow. I thought of it. <laughs> Right at I'm not ass. sure. Okay. I'm hey, not that's sure who goes there. Ball. There's one huh? in Cambridge. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I've never been to it. I just keep looking at it going, who goes there? I don't know. But maybe there's someone out there who thinks that that chicken sandwich is the best one out of all of them. You don't know. Or a mom and pop shop has a better chicken sandwich. Great. Fine. Um, I just, okay, so did, did McDonald's have a veggie burger before this? Can you confirm this? Oh, I don't remember them having a veggie burger. Me, they might have. If they did, I don't think they do now. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm trying to step, I'm trying to step foot into a vegetarian shoes here. Okay, who will go and get the Beyond Meat burger at AW. So even that kind of a consumer, I feel like theirs is actually okay. They're Beyond yeah, Meat, absolutely. So I feel like there's a level of trust with certain food chains. I happen to know a couple of vegetarians that I can guarantee you would go definitely to Harvey's. Probably to A&W, but never to McDonald's for their vegetarian or plant-based burger because of reputation. Nothing to do with what is factual and what's happening inside the restaurant, but they would question too much where that patty has been. Has it touched other meat products? And I, oh. I for some reason, I think mm. I have a feeling it won't be as successful because of this, but perhaps I'm wrong. It's just a thought I have. Do you consider Amazon drivers professional drivers? No. No. No? Hmm. Okay. No, I don't. They they drive all day and get paid for it. I mean, to me, they're they're not Yeah, but there's something to the word professional. You can be a driver, but a professional driver, to me, takes a lot of courses. That's a professional. 
Maybe. We've we've all heard of people that will do uh, uh, end up in shitty situations because they followed the GPS on their dash or on their phone way too carefully and it was off. And that's how you end up with some asshole that's stuck in like a streetcar tunnel and something like that. Right. We've all seen this mm-hmm. happen or heard the stories. Sure. An Amazon driver in Michigan apparently following their GPS way too closely. Got his delivery truck stuck in a golf cart tunnel when he took a wrong turn onto a golf course, (laughs) followed it down the cart path, and right into the tunnel where they're supposed to keep the golf carts at night. Did I miss the fact that he was drunk? Not drunk. What? No, just following the GPS. Hey, there's some people that really Tell don't even me. look up. They're just looking at that GPS. Ser- Where do I turn? Where I do I turn? I don't even, like, I can, I can picture, and we've talked, like you said, we have mentioned this stuff kind of thing before, but I don't understand the people that truly follow it to the point where they end up in a body of water or get stuck in a, in a golf tunnel. Like, that doesn't make, how are you that stupid? You shouldn't be driving. If, that, if that's you following instruction, even if the instruction is wrong, you should have a sense to go, Huh, this doesn't seem right to me. One asshole last year drove his car right off of a pier in Toronto into Lake Ontario. Legit. How did you not see the massive lake that stretches from Burlington to New York? How did you not see that? I can't. Oh, because the GPS said so? What, does the GPS know about some hidden tunnel underneath the lake? There's no such thing. Use your eyes and your I, brains. I don't, your brains, I too. I don't understand. I seriously, I don't understand. I don't get it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So Justin Trudeau spoke yesterday. Mm. Yesterday, he... (laughs) This is kind of funny, actually. What I'm going to do is listen to this carefully, guys. This is about a minute long. This morning, Canadians woke up to very encouraging news from Pfizer and BioNTech about their vaccine candidate. Canada signed a deal with them in August to secure millions of doses. At the same time, we're also seeing other vaccine candidates progressing well. In Canada and around the world, scientists are working very hard and doing a great job. We hope to see vaccines landing in the early next year. But between now and then, it's really, really important that we double down on our efforts. We need to make sure we are controlling the spread of COVID-19 in the coming months so that when vaccines get here, we will be able to act quickly to protect all Canadians. And to be very clear, if you catch COVID in the coming days and weeks, A vaccine won't help you or your family. We see the light at the end of the tunnel. We are hopeful we are getting there because our scientists are working incredibly hard. But we need to do our part. We need to stay strong and hang in there a few more months. Maybe more than that, but we can see it coming. 
Okay, so there's Justin Trudeau talking about the new COVID vaccine. And and before I point out the obvious here, one thing I do want to say is for months now, months, people shit as hard as they could on Donald Trump for saying, we're rounding the turn. We're rounding the turn. We're almost there. The vaccine's almost ready. Isn't that exactly what Trudeau said? He said there's light at the end of the tunnel. How's that different than we're rounding the turn? Trudeau himself said we will have this vaccine being well, distributed in Canada in early 2021. Yeah, but that's a little different. That was before we knew that there was a promising vaccine. Trump didn't say that. He, oh, yes, he did. He said no. we, there are vaccines in development and they all look yeah. promising. We're, we're almost there. That's exactly what Trudeau said yesterday. We're almost there. Yeah, but it was different, though, because yesterday we actually had an announcement, some evidence, some news for all of us. You don't think Trudeau already knew what the Pfizer results were or Trump? They knew exactly what was going on at Pfizer. They were. Then why didn't he fucking call it out? Why didn't Trump say shit? If he knew, he should have said something. It's Pfizer's announcement to make. First oh, off. that's such bullshit, though. That's such bullshit, because if you're if you first of all, he should have tried to save his ass. If let's say your theory is correct, that Donald Trump actually knew about it. You don't think he would have said something to try to save his ass on Election Day? He did. Kat, he said it many times during the campaign. Specifically, the vaccines will be announced. Even Pfizer said they would announce it on Election Week. We knew this was coming. We didn't know it was going to be 90% It effective. wouldn't have been the news it was, it was if we knew it was coming. We didn't know ex- any details of it. So People he- aren't acknowledging it because it was Trump that said it's coming, and he was right. Even Fauci said, if it's 60% effective, we'll consider that a great success. It's 90% effective. That's massive, apparently, in terms of vaccines. So, hey, uh, it is what it is. He was right. You don't have to like him, Dude, but the you guy have to said admit a billion, he was right. The guy said a billion fucking things out of nowhere, like stupid fucking things. He was right about one of the millions of stupid things that he said, and he wasn't even necessarily right. He just spews shit out of his mouth, and some of it sticks. That's how he I feel said about him. All along, the vaccines are coming. The therapeutics are yeah, working. because vaccines aren't coming though. That's not incorrect. Vaccines will be coming. There are tons of of different. Companies that are working on vaccines, as we speak still, there's more than just the ones you hear of, which are usually the Pfizer's and the Johnson & Johnson's. There's lots of them, and they will inevitably come. How there's is that... one from a company in Quebec, actually, that's about to so announce. So how is it that he hit the nail on the head with that? When everyone's been saying, yeah, it's coming, but we have to be patient. To be honest, A, because he's the president. B, because probably low-key, he's got some stock that he bought. Probably. And would anybody blame him? The markets went fucking nuts yesterday with people trying to buy pharmaceutical stocks. I don't know that you need necessarily needed to wait until yesterday. No, you I think didn't. just about anybody you knew they who, were working on them. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Soon that Quebec company is going to announce and then Johnson and Johnson is going to announce and there's going to be a whole bunch of them. I mean, if you want to buy stock, you should probably buy them in pharmaceutical companies right now because they're the ones getting rich off of this pandemic. Sure they are. And they're just going to be different brands essentially, right? So let's say that we all have that we have three companies. Let's just say Johnson and Johnson and the Quebec-based company, they pull forward and they say, "Guys, we're on our next step too because it's ours is also 90%." Will it be like a Viagra in terms of Viagra is a brand name for that a, a erectile dysfunction pill, but you also have your Cialis which is a brand name. Is that what we're going to be looking at for vaccinations for COVID is would you like the, you know, Johnson and Johnson brand vid release 20 20- before or would you like the Pfizer brand COVID stab 2020? 
Uh, I'll, I'll take the no-name version, the knockoff that's right? cheaper, please. So, uh, you, you know, people will probably like will ask for it by name, and there will be some generics, and there will be some brand-specific, and, and you might get a choice, but I think it's really going to come down to what's available. We ordered 300 million vaccines in Canada, but only 20 million of the Pfizer, and the Pfizer's the one that's going to be out first. In early 2021, they say, according to the PM there yesterday, um, they could combo it up, though. You're absolutely right to point out Pfizer is right there with Viagra. Why don't they make it a combo? They could make it like an end of no, COVID party I, kit. I didn't suggest like, here's your, no. You get I, your vaccine, you get your Viagra, and start shagging strangers again. I mean, I didn't. No mask, no glory hole. Let's <laughs> fucking go. I mean, I didn't actually suggest that, but it's not a terrible package combo. I mean, they could do it. The COVID party combo. It's great. <laughs> the party pack. Yeah, you get two shots of your COVID vaccine and you get a half bottle of Viagra and you just go on a fucking tear. Condoms, vodka, it's all in one package. See, there's a marketing opportunity here. That's great. The COVID kit, that's what it is. The COVID kit. In any case, the prime minister is quite right to point out that you still have to pay attention to the rules here. There's a lot of people who heard the news yesterday that Pfizer's vaccine is 90% effective and thought, Christmas is saved. Here we go. Not really. I mean, like Trudeau said, if you catch it now or next week or next month or you catch it on Christmas Eve or even Boxing Day, this vaccine's not going to help you. It's not going to help you until you've already had the vaccine. Until then, you're still very susceptible to COVID. And you can think whatever you want about COVID. Some people think it's a hoax. In fact, in the last couple of days, I've dealt with more people questioning the death numbers than any other time in this pandemic. Who are these people? Where did they die? Where are they buried? What did they really die from? I don't know why. It must just be another conspiracy theory thing that leaked out somewhere that I haven't seen yet. But nonetheless, they're asking questions like that. And if you don't believe in the pandemic, fine. For those of us that do just want to sort of make sure that we're pretty well protected and safe, the vaccine is coming. But until then, you need to keep washing your hands and distancing and yeah. I mean, all wearing a mask said, and all that other sort of absolutely. shit. Absolutely. All those things that, that Trudeau did say there, I mean... It, he was right. He was absolutely right. I, I hope that this doesn't make people just throw caution to the wind and be like, ah, fuck it then. We're good. We're good, guys. Vaccine's coming. Christmas is saved. Let's go get our shots. Like, hold the fuck on. They're saying that this won't even actually probably... At the absolute earliest be here until, I think they said January or February 2021, and that's being optimistic. So, do you think there's going to be a black market for vaccines? Do you think that uh, you'll be able to just pay the right person and get a shot if you want one? Do you think pro athletes are going to get preferential treatment so that they can go and cross the border back and forth and play their their games? I think that... The, possibly with the preferential treatment, I think that the way that it should work is, um, and we talked about this yesterday, vulnerable, get it first. Um, you know what all of that, you know what who, what comes under that category. Um, and frontline workers uh, under that, all of those categories. And then after that, if people are really kicking and screaming to get this thing, which, which honestly, I, I don't think a lot of people are going to be kicking and screaming and elbowing each other. I think there's more people doing that for the fucking Xbox than yeah. there will be for this vaccine. In so, all fairness, though, the Xbox is backwards compatible, so I don't blame them. It's badass. <laughs> it's not like the COVID vaccine is going to let you use previous vaccines. 
<laughs> but I already paid for the Gardasil. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't see the demand being as high as people think. But sports teams. I don't think a- it will be either. In fact, I think we overbought. Three hundred million is probably way too many. Well, for you this can country. stock it and you can keep it for a long time refrigerated, so that makes a difference, right? It's not like oh, it's a use it or lose it for the next month. That's not how it. That's not how it works. So it's fine to stock up on it and have it. Absolutely, uh, but. I, sports teams, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we think about all of the people losing money, right? And sports teams, they're big corporations that employ a lot of people. We have to keep that in mind and obviously keep us entertained, and that's good too. They'll probably be under the category of have to take it. And I don't think many people should be under the category of have to unless you work in the healthcare system or unless you are doing a lot of traveling that those are the top two, I think, that should, yeah, they should get it. And if you're a sports team, you want to get back to it. Everyone has to get vaccinated. And they'll probably find a way to get that into all the players of the major sports leagues ASAP. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I did want to talk about a couple other things, but we're going to wrap it up and just do a shorter version than we did yesterday. Because I know we went long yesterday, but we covered a lot of things. Uh, I'm hearing that today there is going to be some developments as far as court cases being filed in the U.S. election. Uh, The attorney general, William Barr, has now ordered local state attorneys general to launch formal investigations into voter fraud and election tampering. So ah, it continues. Well done. So we should learn some more about that today. Uh, What else is going on today? Is there anything else happening? Or is it just a straight up go out and enjoy the weather day? I I think think that's what it is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, go enjoy while we can here in Ontario. um, It's so beautiful. It's crazy. It's going to feel like hot today. Like a July day. It's 26 degrees with the humidity. It's crazy. So enjoy that if you are at a place in the country that can enjoy that. I know some places got just a dumping of snow on the other side of the country, and that sucks. Uh, But we'll enjoy it for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be outside all day long. Have yourselves a good one, friends. We'll catch you right back here tomorrow. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.